We are in a short season of anticipation for the celebration of Christmas, but like Israel in the Old Testament, we live in a much longer era of anticipation in the return of Jesus. So let's consider that anticipation as we think about Israel's this morning. And if you think others would benefit from praying about the anticipation of Jesus in the middle of what is a dark season, now would be a great time to share this broadcast. Welcome, I'm Michelle Berkey, and this is Praying Scripture, a weekday broadcast where we use God's own words to honor Him and to talk to Him about the things going on in our life and in our world. We're going to dive into episode 76 today and pray about the anticipation of Jesus. But before we do that, let's open with a bit of what we call worship prayer. Praying through the names of God, and this week we have a compound name that we're focusing on, El Olam. El is a singular form of the word for God or divinity. Olam means world, universe, eternal, forever, everlasting, particularly in time or space. So together that we understand from this name of God that he is the sovereign, eternal ruler of the entire universe, and he is beyond time and space. He is the eternal God without beginning or end. And I want to read you a quote that Precept Austin says about it. When we pray, hallowed be thy name, El Olam, we are acknowledging God is holy, as unlike any other, for there is none other who can claim to be everlasting. Enabled by his spirit, we are choosing to reverence, honor, glorify, and exalt El Olam, the name which speaks of the eternality of his person and his character. In other words, All the glorious attributes of El Olam are themselves everlasting. And so, for example, his goodness, his long-suffering, his faithfulness, etc., are all from everlasting Olam to everlasting Olam. And that comes from some Psalms 41, 13, and 92. You could continue this chorus in a wonderful time of worship as you prayerfully recall all the great attributes of God as existing eternally. And so we're sort of going to do that, but we're going to use Isaiah 26, 4 actually to springboard from. And it says, trust in the Lord forever, for the Lord God is an everlasting rock. So let's pray, y'all. Lord, we honor you today as El Olam, the everlasting Lord, everlasting God, the God from before we could even imagine to never ending outside of time and space, which I can't even wrap my head around. So I'm just going to honor you today for that thing that I can't even explain or describe, but I acknowledge because you tell me that is truth. Help me to trust in you forever. This gives me the reason to trust in you forever because everything around me changes. All of life changes, and yet our hearts as humans desire eternity and structure and stability in some ways. And so we have that in you. Everything around us in the world could change. But you as El Olam are our solid, unchanging, eternal, sovereign God. For you are an everlasting rock. Help me cling to that rock. Help me stand on it. Help me honor you for that today. As we move into this prayer time, I pray that you would guide my thoughts and my mouth. Help us to honor you in a way that is appropriate to you. I can't even actually step even close to what would be appropriate for you, but just let this be your time. And offering to you, move in our hearts as we continue in this time. In Jesus' name, amen. We are going to the very end of the Bible today. 
A couple of weeks ago, we were in the, the very, very beginning with one of the names of God. We were at the very, very first sentence of scripture. And today we go all the way to the other end. We're in the third week of an Advent series that will take us up through Christmas week, and we've been looking at four different words. The first week we did separate, last week we did meditate, where we meditated on all the wonder that is Christmas, and this week we're in anticipate. We're talking about anticipating the birth of Christ, and next week we'll be on to celebrate. We're thinking about the idea of anticipation, and Monday we prayed about Israel anticipating the coming Messiah, the anticipation of the birth of Jesus that we're celebrating this season, the prompt for all of this anticipation. However, that prayer time did not kind of go as I was expecting, so we didn't do as much of that as anticipating Christmas. But we did a little bit of what's going on today. We're looking forward and thinking about what our anticipation should look like. We celebrate with Israel the fulfillment of all of the Old Testament prophecy and the birth of Christ. But we realize, too, that we live in another era of anticipation. They, generation after generation after generation, waited for the Christ to come. But we also live in an era where generation after generation, we are waiting for Christ's return. We are looking toward Jesus coming again, but not at all as a helpless child. This is a much much longer passage of scripture than I usually have for you. We usually pray through a very short passage, but I didn't want to pull out one or two verses from this. As I read through it, I felt like it was all important. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to read it to you, and I may pause for prayer during portions of it. But even if we don't get a lot of prayer time, I want you to be thinking about Israel's anticipation of the birth of Jesus and how, as a, as a people, they did that throughout the Old Testament, through eons of time and prophecy fulfilled. And I want to let these words wash over you, the very last words of the Bible. This is Revelation 22, 6 through 21. Then he said to me, these words are faithful and true. The Lord, the God of the spirits of the prophets, has sent his angel to show his servants what must soon take place. Father, I know that all of your words are faithful and true. And all of what you show us points towards these two fulfillments of Jesus. And I ask that as we, as we walk through this time, that you would speak to our hearts about how we personally should be actively anticipating in this season. Look. I am coming soon. Blessed is the one who keeps the words of the prophecy of this book. Lord, help me to do that. Help me to know your word and keep it. I, John, am the one who heard and saw these things. When I heard and saw them, I fell down to worship at the feet of the angel who had shown them to me. But he said to me, don't do that. I am a fellow servant with you, your brothers, the prophets, and those who keep the words of this book. Worship God. Father, right now, I guess I feel convicted that, like John, we fall down in front of shiny objects in this world, important things, powerful things, shiny things, things that um, seem important in this culture. We fall down and worship before them, and we cannot. That is idolatry, and I ask that you would, if, if there are spaces in our life, where and, and there is in all of our lives, where there is idolatry, I pray that you would pull it out. I pray that you would make it visible to us and that we would repent and confess and turn towards you, that we would worship God with all of our lives, our entire life. Then he said to me, 
don't seal up the words of the prophecy of this book, because the time is near. Let the unrighteous go on in unrighteousness. Let the filthy still be filthy. Let the righteous go on in righteousness. Let the holy still be holy. Look, I am coming soon, and my reward is with me to repay each person according to his work. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the first and the last, the beginning and the end. Blessed are those who wash their robes so that they may have the right to the tree of life and may enter the city by the gates. Outside are the dogs, the sorcerers, the sexually immoral, the murderers, the idolaters, and everyone who loves and practices falsehood. Lord, (laughs) work in my life to eliminate these things that would keep me from you. Help me to desire righteousness in my life. Help me to desire relationship with you in my life. Help me to turn away from sexually immoral things, lies, falsehoods of any kind. All of those things, the things that you say are not of that, not that you say, that are not of God. Help me to turn away from anything that is unrighteous. Give me a desire in my life for righteousness. I, Jesus, have sent my angel to attest to these things to you for the churches. I am the root and descendant of David, the bright morning star. Lord God, we watch as we see the birth star, and we can actually even physically see a bit of what may have been the star that we celebrate at Christmas time. This year, we can actually see it. You are the bright morning star. You are the root and descendant of David that was put on the throne to fulfill all the prophecies in the Old Testament. And we celebrate that this season, that you were born and lived and died and were raised again as fulfillment for us. Both the spirit and the bride say, come. Let anyone who hears say, come. Let the one who is thirsty come. Let the one who desires Take the water of life freely. Father, as we come to you, who are our water of life, help us to share that with others. Help us to bring others along and help us to say, come with our life and our words and our actions and our, and our mouth. Help us to be that clean, righteous bride. Help us to, um, I just completely went blank, and it was important. Lord, bring that back. I guess what I want to say is help us to learn to turn to you for your living water instead of all of the other things. Let us rush to that well every day. I testify to everyone who hears the words of the prophecy of this book. If anyone adds to them, God will add to him the plagues that are written in this book. And if anyone takes away from the words of this book, of this prophecy, God will take away his share in the tree of life and in the holy city, which are written about in this book. He who testifies about these things says, Yes, I am coming soon. Amen. Come, Lord Jesus. The grace of the Lord Jesus be with everyone. Amen. Since I can't add to those words anything more powerful than that, I thought I would just stop there. Thank you all so much for being with us in prayer this morning. If you're watching the broadcast on the Grace and the Gravel Road Facebook page and you found it helpful, we will return on Monday. I may or may not do a live on Friday. We'll see how that goes. But we will definitely be back on Monday with more prayer. So invite someone to join you. If you're a podcast listener, subscribing to the show and sharing it with a friend helps more people join their voice with us in prayer. 
The show is brought to you by Grace in the Gravel Road, who gives you the truth plus tools to help you live the life that God wants of you. And my heart is that as we pray scripture together, that we will grow in our prayer lives, that you will grow in your life, and I will grow as well. Like we'd, God would use this time to change us, to direct us. I know he will answer these prayers in mighty ways. But most of all, my prayer is that you will fall deeper and deeper in love with the God who gave us these words. Amen. Amen.